2: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest
2: paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God,
3: Visit LiveNation.com slash ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
2: Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call 1 888 Farmers to switch. You could save on your auto insurance. What else are you going to do with your phone for the next few minutes? Look at pictures of your food your friends ate again? Call 1 888 Farmers. That's 1 888 Farmers for a quote.
1: We are farmers. Bum 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 bum.
2: Well, here we were just kind of hanging out, you know, meandering along. We're going to have a nice night. Hey, a big night in the NBA. And, you know, hey, more chapters to the Aaron Rodgers and Jared Goff sagas. And then, bam, like a one-two combo. Two big stories hit in the last 7 minutes that have changed the night because it's about two big name players that we've been talking about for the last month. Mike Harmon, are you ready you ready for that one two punch? One one story's really obvious, one you got to dig a little bit but then you see it's the sunshine that comes with it. Well,
4: you always got to have some positivity and uh, more dominoes to fall. I think one of them you're just wishing, wanting, hoping for another holiday 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 with holiday. the well the news that wasn't announced but certainly <laughs> uh one that you're just anticipating come on that press release has
2: to come soon replace <laughs>
4: refresh refresh uh but you're gonna break that, that finger over the course of the night if you keep it doesn't that
2: no i can i can i, I alternate fingers I, I go i go index finger then middle finger okay, ring finger pinky finger now i i keep the fin- i have equally strong fingers I mean, I think if you did finger curls, you would see that my pinky finger and and my ring fingers actually have much more strength than the average person. Well, I mean, given the panda size of your hands, I mean, it's more concentrated power. Listen, I could kill you with just the tip of my ring finger if I needed to. I mean, really, I know how to. I, I could do it if I had to. and You wouldn't even see it coming. I could kill you with that tip, that little tip part of my finger. I could do it. Going back and watching a bunch of the uh, <laughs> Bruce Lee
4: movies, haven't you? <laughs> uh, maybe, a, before- maybe a little bit of Steven Seagal. I mean, I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Anybody here seen Richie? All right. So, but before we get to that just real quick from the NBA right now, the marquee game of the night. Hey, the 76ers, this game means a lot more to them than it does the Lakers. Doesn't take away from the fact the Sixers are pounding the Lakers right now. They are up 12 with six and a half minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Uh, Why is this happening this way? Well, number one, the Lakers have gotten everything they could have possibly expected out of LeBron. He's got 34. Meanwhile, not as much out of Anthony Davis and the rest of the supporting cast. Now, listen, the Lakers are 10-0 away from home. I'll, I'll allow them to lose a game, and it's not the end of the world. But this is a big deal for the Sixers, right? They're having a big night tonight. Joel Embiid has 25. Uh, they're getting a really great night from their starting five. It means a lot more to them than it does the Lakers, and it's a measuring stick game. And hey, how big contenders are the Sixers? Well, they look pretty good. And now they're going to have a personal war with the Lakers following this play from a few minutes ago. your be an offensive foul it is on Embiid that'll be number three on Embiid so now they're gonna check this for a flagrant foul as AD took it on the chin well is it an unnatural shooting motion or basketball motion the way he comes up with the elbow or down with That's the elbow when he came down I'm gonna say no Are After great, replay, reviewed, the
4: play is ruled a flagrant penalty one for the unnecessary contact
2: wrong again aren't I Lakers will take it, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now that what they have to do, though, is make the free throws. Spectrum Sportsnet, Lakers TV network on the call. The other end saw LeBron James push Joel Embiid down uh, when he was going up for a basket. So suddenly, this nice Lakers-Sixers game here at the end of January has turned into something. This has turned into, hey, Lakers-Sixers. Now, get out that old video of Kareem (laughs) and Magic and Dr. J and Daryl Dawkins and and Moses Malone and foe, 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 get out that video. Because now suddenly a game that was just, hey, here's two teams that, that could potentially meet uh, for the NBA title. Uh, now there's some bad blood between them. This is this has now gone from, hey, Lakers-Sixers to, dude, Lakers-Sixers, man. That's where this game is now.
4: No, that was good. The two-hand push from LeBron trying to eliminate all those competitors in the MVP race. I see what he's doing. I see you, LeBron. And then uh, Embiid comes back uh, shortly thereafter with a flying knee on Anthony Davis to get a flagrant of his own. And Davis and he just looked at each other going, that's a flagrant. I go, well, yeah, evidently so. And they kept chirping and they're smiling at each other the whole time. Like, what the hell? Uh, And Davis goes and shoots free throws. Uh, But yeah, it's one of those heavyweight battles, something for Philadelphia There's one of those games on the early schedule, right? Because it's still early overall in this NBA season, but one that you wish there was a full crowd Bloodthirsty Sixer fans there for this, uh, while the the Lakers are wearing blue uniforms.
2: Yeah, well, listen, you know, the uniform, it, it does look a little weird, but it doesn't matter. Maybe that's what, uh, you know, set the teams off. Sometimes colors do that, right? Like, you know, you see, you see red. Hey, you know, now I'm going to go out and do something. Maybe that's why teams should stop wearing red. Now we've gotten into bullfighting. Uh, it's why the, nicely it's why, done. It's why the Jets wear green. Hey, listen, we have enough problems already. We're not going to wear red. It's just not going to happen for us. Everybody likes
4: money. That's a bad strategy. They
2: attack <laughs> us more fiercely when we wear green uniforms. So the Sixers lead it again, 98-86. Can't wait to see what is said following the game by LeBron, AD, Embiid. Going to be a fun one. Uh, Still time for Lakers to come back if they start hitting some threes, but judging by how they're shooting tonight, uh, that's probably not going to happen. Meanwhile... Big news two big stories dropped, like I said, in the last 10 minutes. And this one now we're really going to get a Deshaun Watson solution sometime very, very soon, because right now the Houston Texans have hired their head coach. They have agreed to come to terms with David Cully, who's going to be their new head coach. Now, who is this guy? Right. He's a guy you hear who is David Cully? Well, first of all, he's somebody that when you say it and you say right away, well, now Deshaun Watson's not coming back. He wanted Eric Bien-Aimé. Well, Hang on a second. This is the Ravens passing game coordinator and, and uh, assistant head coach mm-hmm. who formed a huge bond with Deshaun Watson at the Pro Bowl last year. All right, All reports out of Houston I've been seeing is, hey, this guy and Deshaun Watson really hit it off. And so this is one of those Hail Mary situations where the Texans just saying, I know you wanted Eric bien but but we can have the Eric bien conversation, but let's deal with the what's going on right now. They're hiring David Cully because they say, see, here you go, Deshaun, here's a guy you like and here's a guy that we want you to come and play for. And we, we know this, and yes, he's a 65-year-old first-time head coach, and you're thinking about Vic Fangio and not knowing how to use his timeouts, but this is all about hey, here's our Hail Mary to get Deshaun Watson to stay. And we're going to get the big resolution of this soon because now, Mike, this is on Deshaun Watson. This is how bad do you really want to get traded? Because he's played the game great so far, right? He's done the social media thing. I'm liking pictures of me in other uniforms. I've kind of let you know my preference of teams. The Jets are at the top of that list. But there's been no official trade demand. And the Texans aren't going to allow... They're not going to sit here and look. They're going along like, well, Deshaun Watson, we're just going to keep going along business as usual. If you really want out, you got to say something. And now Deshaun Watson has to decide, am I going to stay or if I really want out, he's got to take it. And I hate to say this because but this is what works. It's what works in sports. He's got to take it to a James Harden public level of I got to burn the bridge here with everything in Houston because that's what James Harden did and that got him out. The same things go on behind closed doors with with hints and and rumors and and intonations of what I might like, what I don't. But once you come out and you put your foot down and say I'm sorry, this is not going to work out. I don't want to be here. I want out. James Harden got traded the next day. Jamal Adams got traded. Le'Veon Bell got cut. All of these things happen when you go public and say, listen, I am done. I am done with this situation. If Deshaun Watson wants out, that's what he has to do all this social media stuff has been nice it's been fun but if he wants out he's got to have that james harden public statement and then he will wind up getting traded well that's it the
4: stuff on social media is just having fun with what other people are speculating about right and then we've got sources we all know how good sources are and what they do for careers sometimes. So take that for what it's worth. This guy's got a long history. You mentioned Vic Fangio and timeouts. Well, I'd, I'd caution you to look at the other extreme with the young guys like LeFleur and McVay and whatever. Not always the geniuses they're portrayed to be. So I'm not going to use his age as a first-time head coach against him here. Uh, he was the assistant head coach and wide receivers coach in Kansas City for four years, too. So uh, this is a guy that that has cut his teeth and, as you say, a relationship forged at the Pro Bowl, however deep that may be. And people are going to be quick to point out how bad the Ravens passing game was. He didn't pick those receivers. Okay? <laughs> I can't blame him for the receivers that aren't there. And you saw the only thing you could hang your hat on, right, if you if you want to look for, for anything to say, that Marquise Brown isn't a complete player yet you want to blame him for that otherwise you got a bunch of third tier fourth tier guys that lamar jackson is throwing to the only quality wide receiver is brown and then you can make the case for andrews the tight end oh yeah they tied for 58 receptions each so go look back up at harbaugh and the the guys picking the groceries and blame them for the roster they didn't have versus trying to go after coley for not being able to to coach him up uh, because that's it. I mean, nobody really knew who he was. We heard the the rumblings of this uh, a few days ago that he was part of the mix, and it's always the question of who gets interviews based on uh, their their agents, right? Mm-hmm. Common agents or, or friend of a friend, those kind of things. But from all reports. Wowed them. For Deshaun Watson, at this point, hasn't been his style to go front. I know he's he gets sensitive on social media. I know a lot of people that have been to his block party. So we've got that. But in terms of making a public statement about what he wants, it basically, he's been even less effective and less forthcoming than Aaron Rodgers has been. No, I didn't really mean that. No, I don't know. Well, what is it all about, anyway, man? I'm I keep waiting for him to wear the sweater and become the dude. Uh, but back to Deshaun Watson for a moment. Uh, yeah, it, this should come to a head pretty fast. One would think, right? All of the quarterback carousel is spinning you want to officially insert your name there fine until then it's just conjecture and speculation if folks want to get mad that rogers name gets out there well it's the same thing with deshaun watson it's all reports that he's grossly unhappy
2: he may be. Well, that that that's why he's, he may he's be. Come he out. may not be. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> why know. you you need to you need to look. He's obviously unhappy. We know how unhappy he is. He sees the future of the Texans and it stinks, right? They don't have draft picks. Sure, they don't but have he's got a giant be, pile of money to for a contract he signed in September. But if you really want something, you have to call, you have to go That's out right. and say it and say there is no way back. Because well, it's like anything look. in life, right? And right unless exactly. you say this is what I want, who the hell knows? Nobody wants to be a mind
4: reader. The the Passive pacif- aggressiveness gonna... and liking no. tweets—they're not looking in the front office, going,
2: "Uh oh, Deshaun's mad at us. He <laughs> likes <just> something <laughs> that where they reference the Jets." You see that tweet? Well, we should trade him now. Yeah, let's let's make that happen. I saw I saw him like that tweet. No, and look, and this really is a hail mary because look, David Cully's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. It's very odd to see that a guy gets hired. Number one, he's got the relationship with Watson. That's the reason why he was hired, right? And I, I'm sure he interviewed well. I'm sure things are great, but you normally don't see a guy get a job when the the job he is coming off of is viewed as as. That's a failed part of the team. I mean, really, what have we talked about all season long? How bad the Ravens wide receivers are. Sure. Who is he in charge of? The Ravens wide receivers. You know, normally it's, hey, this this guy's defense was incredible, and or, or you know, look what this guy, look what the running back coach did here, or the offensive line coach did here. They're coming off incredible couple of years. Look at the Pro Bowlers they've had. Look at what they've done. It's really head scratching when you go, who was he in charge of? Yeah, the worst unit on the team that uh, that that, that he couldn't do anything throwing the football. Okay, because I'm with you that, look, he didn't he didn't pack the groceries, but uh, you still got to find a way to, to give me some reason to say, okay, uh, you can achieve. Yeah, but because he's not calling you, plays either. But, yeah, Brian, but, but you but, can but, coach him
4: up as best you can. If those guys aren't adept at route, running certain routes, and let's not forget, Lamar's not the most accurate guy in the world right now. He's an amazing no, talent. He's but, he's, but he's not a guy that for some of this, uh, if you've got a, a wide receiver who's not top shelf, is going to erase mistakes. Like, they're, they're, but, they don't have in- that guy on
2: the roster. But in any job, in any corporation, if a big job is open and the company looks around and says, okay, who, who are we going to hire? They're not going to hire a guy who is in charge of an underperforming division. Well, look, all these divisions, this division made $5 million this year. This division made $3.5 million. This guy's division lost $6 million. He's the He's the new guy. He, we're hiring him. He's coming in and doing it. It's so anti how the NFL does things. I mean, look, th- this is this is specifically done. All right, we didn't hire Eric Bienemy, but we like him. And if we lose him, we still like him as much to hold on a bit and, and see us through. And who knows? Maybe Eric Bienemy said, I don't want to be part of this. I, I don't want this gig anymore. I mean, you obviously don't want me, so okay. I mean, there's there's all these different reasons, but it comes down to that relationship with Deshaun Watson, because we got to try to save this thing right now. And again, now we'll find out. Now we'll see if we get a statement. I'm going to hit Deshaun Watson's Twitter page right, I'm going to keep hitting it all night. I just want to see Between a picture Matt of him. Between that and the Jets match, you're going
4: to be so you're going to oh. need to ice up, son, by the like, time oh, you're done. Are you kidding? No, There's I'm, ju- I'm just looking stuff. at it, though, right? Because you're looking at Leslie Frazier and you're looking at Biennemi are the two guys that obviously this discussion spawns off into of why didn't they? To your point, maybe Biennemi was just looking at the organization itself. Not just Deshaun, you know, not, not the Deshaun Watson part of it, but salary cap hell, draft picks are all traded away. Maybe you don't like the front office because you weren't on the short list to get started fine the other you know you could say with with baltimore not a lot of talent to work with there he had coached at the chiefs coached uh, quarterback coach with the bills trying to work on on josh allen uh 2017 uh in 2018 so he was there his rookie year but when we look at the enemy what's one of the criticisms like well you, you're running with kelsey hill and patrick mahomes Life gets pretty easy when you've got those talents, right? So that comes back against him with Leslie Frazier, good defense base there in Buffalo. So it, it, it's all going to be about spin, and I look forward to the thousand-word diatribes and dissertations suddenly on, on David Culley's past and his uh, career and trying to denigrate his job, you know, since he has been coaching since 1978, that su- suddenly he's not
2: qualified. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike Gets Swollen Dome, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Now we're going to find out how bad Deshaun Watson. Really wants to be traded. Are you dealing with a dead battery? Head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing, free battery charging. Their free battery testing can help you know if you need a new battery or not. And if you do happen to need a replacement battery, they can help with that too. They got reliable replacement batteries starting at just $79.99, and they are the only place you can find proven tough DuraLast batteries. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution and America's number one battery destination. Well, we'll have more on this developing story involving the Houston Texans. But coming up next, a trade was made in Major League Baseball. While it looks like a minor trade, this is setting up for a big trade. We'll tell you what that's all about next,
1: Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
3: Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, some 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club.
2: Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Underwritten by Farmers Circle Fire Insurance. Exchanges are affiliate products not available in every state.
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hello! Live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call Farmers today for a quote. My goodness, did we just have an ending between the Sixers and the Lakers. Look, Mike and I talked about this off the top of the show. Uh, the Sixers were taking it to the Lakers. They were up 14 with six minutes left, and they were cruising. Final score, Sixers 107 Lakers one oh six. The Sixers needed a Tobias Harris jumper with three seconds left. Get off me, Caruso. Game. He needed they needed a. they had given away a fourteen point lead, not at the hands of LeBron James, not at the hands of Anthony Davis, but at the hands of Dennis Schroeder. And Alex Caruso Again, this is why I tell you the Lakers are a finished product They lose a game on the road They hadn't shown up for most of this game Most of the guys hadn't besides LeBron They play for about 6 minutes And it's the it's the supporting cast That nearly pulls off this big comeback Look, AD made a short shot To give them the lead with uh, 11 seconds left But before that it was Schroeder for a layup Schroeder for 3, KCP for a 3 Caruso with a couple of shots And suddenly that 14 point lead is gone and the Sixers needed to pull a rabbit out of the hat with three seconds left to win this game. Again, it's a big win for the Sixers. It meant a lot more to them, the Lakers, and they walk out of here feeling good. Hey, we still won the game, even though we almost gave it away. We could play with the heavyweights, but I'll still take a look at this game from a different angle and go, yeah, uh, I, I, I still think the Lakers are just fine. And if the Sixers want to feel good about themselves for all, okay, great. You know, They win another game, they're at the top of the Eastern Conference, that's great. But uh, there there's no way I look at the Sixers and go, boy, they're a real challenger for the Lakers right now, just not doing it.
4: Well, bit by bit, we, we find who the uh, pretenders are, and we at least want to put some others in the mix of, eh, maybe – And right now we can put the Sixers in the, hey, they'll at least be competitive, which is all you can hope for. And the fact that they were able to get so many guys into the mix tonight, even Furkan Korkmaz played 10 minutes, 37 seconds and scored eight off the bench, two of three from three point range. Look out. Isn't, isn't Isn't
2: that the cat that took out Nick Fury's eye? That, that the, the, the
4: Flurkin. Oh, that was the Flurkin, right? Sorry, I, b- I believe it. there's a okay. J and an L in the middle okay. of how you spell. Uh, right. Yeah, that mutant cat. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, just so wanted to that. make sure there. No, you can throw that out there. It's good. Uh, you mentioned Schroeder. He also had a great pick eh, maybe uh on the border of legality Uh, but it sprung davis for that shot for the lead and i gotta be honest and frostberg and i went back and forth on this one i was really surprised after harris hit the shot when davis was dribbling up he ended up falling to the ground trying to heave a shot that they didn't call a foul there yeah, and put him to the line potentially yeah. where he was five for 10 on the night. So hang a star on that. Did finish minus four. He was minus 15 much of this game. Uh, yes. Yeah, so so there you go. You could make him a pretender, a contender, whatever you want. We're, we're here at the end of January and I need everybody on deck so that we can get uh, some push for narratives beyond ah, the Lakers are just going to roll because I can't do <laughs> that stuff we did with Golden State for a couple of years. I, mean, I just can't. All right. Who are they playing? Because that's really
2: kind of where we're heading already in the Lakers' direction. Oh, yeah. But the best part is that now this is a rivalry. Now, now this is more of a It's Lakers and Sixers, and they don't like each other. And well, it's let's see what was the cheap shot from LeBron James?
4: Yeah. Tried to take yeah. out a would be MVP contender and Joel Embiid. And then Embiid, it was almost like he'd thrown
2: Anthony Davis off the ropes and came back with the flying yeah. knee. Yeah. That was you know, you talk about the last shot, and then here's what happened. Tobias Harris hits the last shot, and AD basically crumples at midcourt and throws one up and actually hits the rim. Uh, it, it's, this is the thing about a play like that. You can look and say, boy, he's initiating contact, and maybe there should have been a foul call. Officials aren't going to blow the whistle when a guy is trying to throw a prayer up from half court. I mean, he's on the Lakers side of the court. They're just not going to do it. I mean, how many times do we have to see Chris Paul pretend, hey, I'm, I'm in the act of shooting. Dude, you're own free throw line. They're not going to call that. I mean, they're, they're just not going to do it. They're not going to take a play where here's something where the guy's not even close to the basket, and I'm going to give him a sh- chance to win the game from the free throw line. So I get why there's no foul call there. I know Lakers fans want to see it. And, and clearly, it, it looked like there could have been some contact, and, and AD could have got it, but... If he was at the free, if he was at the three point line, and that happens, well, maybe he gets it. If he was inside, maybe he gets it. But you're on the Lakers' side of half court. You're not going to get that call. To say I've been practicing like Steph Curry. Watch my range, man. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike, at Swollen Dome. That was some kind of fun ending. We're live from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call one farmers You could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Well, one trade was just made in Major League Baseball. Okay, and it's kind of a minor trade, but when you see what it's setting up, oh boy, is this a big deal. That's coming up in
1: 90, but first. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: Uh, Now, that's funny that you bring that up because, like I said, right before the show started, we had two big stories break. And one, clearly, we can see the angles on it, and that's the Texans hiring David Culley. What does this mean for Deshaun Watson? And we told you a few minutes ago, now he's got to go James Harden, and I have to burn the bridge to Houston if I really want to get traded because what he's done so far is set the table, but he hasn't gone far enough. That's his next move.
4: Yeah, I got some more stats and and data points to talk about David Culley as we continue through the night. But let's talk about
2: your Mets. <laughs> and TJ, and we'll, we'll, we will cull some analysis from David Cully as we get fun So the Mets trade Steven Matz to the Blue Jays, right? Now, Matz is a guy that... that you know, has never been as good as he was his rookie year in 2015 when the Mets went to the World Series when they had that great starting rotation where it was Harvey and Syndergaard and Degrom and Mats and that's why they went to the World Series. Well, that and Cespedes hit about 900 since they got him in a trade. So you look at this trade, you go, okay, well they're they're trading Steven Matt. So so why, why is that a big deal? Who's the one guy we are waiting to sign in Major League Baseball? Trevor Bauer, who has a huge contract offer on the table from the Mets. Trevor Bauer. The Mets starting rotation looks like this. DeGrom, Stroman, Carrasco, David Peterson... Joey Lucchese, who they just got, and potentially Steven Matz was a guy in the mix there. Robert Gazelman could start, but they don't want him to start. They want him to come out of the bullpen. Seth Lugo could start, but they want him to come out of the bullpen. Look, I'm telling you, this is where you want a Mets fan to tell you why this is a big deal, all right? This is the Mets' starting rotation. They're getting Syndergaard back sometime in the middle of the season, but right now they have three starting pitchers, right? Not that they need to go get Trevor Bauer, but they have three good starters, and everybody else is well Let's see. David Peterson was a nice little find last year. He he pitched pretty well. Came up, didn't know if he was going to be ready. But the reason I'm telling you about these guys is that the Mets have three solid starters, and then they have question marks, and they have three or four guys potentially for the for the fourth and five jobs in their rotation. The fact that they're trading a depth guy, and Steven Matz clearly could have been the fifth starter as they got to spring training. And and yes, he's not been the guy, but maybe they can fix him, all these things. He was someone who was, okay, he's in the mix for one of those four or five jobs. They don't have that many people in the mix now. So the fact that the Mets are trading Steve Metz tells me they are clearing the decks and Trevor Bauer is coming. I mean, he's got the big offer. I'm sure the last day has been, let's look around Major League Baseball and let's see if anybody else is going to come up to the offer that the Mets are giving us because the Mets offer was a really good one. He's been out there a long time and the fact that they're trading Steve Matz tells me Trevor Bauer is going to the Mets and that starting rotation becomes the best starting rotation in baseball. DeGrom, Stroman, Carrasco, really it's De grom Bauer, stroman Carrasco, and then Syndergaard coming back in June, there's going to be nothing better than that. And I get it because the Mets are building. How do we get to the World Series? Well, we got there in 2015 behind great starting pitching. We have a pitcher's ballpark. Let's do it that way. This is what's happening. Why would the Mets trade Steve Matson? They haven't even gotten a spring training. He could pitch well. Him, Peterson, Lucchese, one of those guys. They're trading one of those guys, they're trading a guy. And and the fact they're trading a guy that was in the mix of the four or five spot tells me there's less spots than you believe. And the Mets get three prospects back for Steven Matz. And here comes – I'm telling you, Trevor Bauer, here comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus lane. telling you that's what's happening, Mike Harmon. I'm just hitting refresh, waiting for Deshaun Watson, and I'm waiting for Trevor Bauer. Who's going to come first? Watson Bauer, Watson Bauer, Watson Bauer. I'm just pressing buttons on my computer. Yeah. I know you are,
4: buddy, but are you concerned at all that the GameStop uh, shorts on the stock market are going to screw you over somehow? No, no, you that know what? that Cohen why? ends no. up getting roped in no. deeper, and Dude, and he, no. he says, you know what? That's a couple billion that I nah. I can't can afford to to let go. It's it's Dude, taken the, away from my compound interest.
2: If he was only worth if he was only worth a couple billion, like most owners are. Look, there's a lot of jag owners in sports only worth a couple of billion dollars. They're a bunch of jags. They're only worth two billion. If they gave seven hundred and fifty million dollars to bail out a game company, that's you know that's like a, almost a half of what they're worth steve cohen's worth 15 billion dollars this is like this is like a normal daily transaction for him he's the richest owner in all of baseball by far and he's not worth four billion he's not worth five billion like steve Ballmer is he's not worth eight billion he's steve, worth steve 15 worth 20. What are you billion about? <laughs> dollars yeah but when the exchange rate between the nba and, and, and major league baseball no, you, and it's and when you lower. get taxed like you do here in um, los angeles yeah i mean yeah that, uh, yeah that kills he's,
4: you. not that new York City picnic
2: He's worth about 150 grand right now, Steve Ballmer, because of taxes. I mean, really, you cut it down to well, that. Well, I mean, you're in New York too, though. So, but unless this is... uh, so unless you're hiding it in the Cayman
4: Islands or something. Not that I'm suggesting. Oh, that Stop that's with that! Stop. stop!
2: Stop! Stop saying that! Stop! <laughs>
4: no, well, he was on Twitter taking it in strike. "Quote: Rough crowd on Twitter tonight." This was from Tuesday. Hey, stock jockeys, keep bringing it. And then someone said, hey, is this going to affect the Mets payroll? That's the main story here. (laughs) And Cohen, why would one have anything to do with the other? I just wanted to let you get excited because I know you're all puffy chested about how rich your owner was. (laughs) So, yeah, but this would obviously be the precursor because we'd heard from Bob Nightingale and others that a sizable offer had been um, put up towards Trevor Bauer and his team to to oversee. What's interesting is that, you know, this with Matt going to try, it's another piece for the, the Blue Jays. Right? Look at what yep. they've done in terms of yeah. spending and additions. We talked about their lineup. You add Springer, you add all these other bats and arms. I mean, it, that's going to be a fun team to watch uh, as well as they battle. And, and for the Mets, it's always good if you can fortify the opponents of the Yankees, which means you'll
2: get to keep more of the back page of the fish wrap mm-hmm. as the season goes on. And look, Matz will be great in Toronto because you know he'll still give up seven runs a game, but the Blue Jays' offense will score ten. Yeah, so he'll great. win every game 10-7. He'll be a great state. He'll go to the All-Star game. Steve Matz is 13-1 and this year with an ERA of 7.64. Boy, he has pitched great for them. He's kept them in games until the Blue Jays' offense gets going. Hey, hey, just win, baby. That's
4: all that matters. Remember when wins were the only thing? It's like, look oh, how many yeah. games he won. It's like, yeah, he had an ERA yeah. of 5.9. Yeah, and It's yeah, like, what, it doesn't yeah. matter. He was yeah. a effective you gotta, nah, was he really was he really but yeah twitter, it's uh fun stuff
2: twitter at how about a fresca mike it's swollen dome again we're just hitting refresh 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 <laughs> refresh because that that's i'm really watching the warriors you hit refresh i'm just keep hitting refresh that's all that's going on we're live from the farmers insurance studios call one triple eight farmers and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance so coming up next we got a big story out of the NFL because I am really surprised at the amount of takes I have heard about this one disgruntled quarterback, and his name is not Deshaun Watson. I'm very, very
1: excited about it because
2: Deshaun Watson will be happy because he's going to the Jets, and it's not Tim Tebow, or is it Tim Tebow? I no, it's it. not. It's not. It's not. I promise you, it's not. But what if it was? But I'm it's so not. Excited? It's not. It's not. That story is coming up next right here, Fox.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
2: is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board.
1: This is Uncanny USA.
2: He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed.
1: Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express.
1: There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity Voice Remote.
0: The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
2: Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, deputy opinion editor.
0: And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu.
2: Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen.
3: Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainer, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25 until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two-Door Cinema Club.
2: Call 1-888-FARMERS and you could save on your auto insurance. It's better than using your phone to see if your post got any likes again. Call 1-888-FARMERS to get a quote. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum.
1: Underwritten by Farmers, Circuit fire insurance, exchanges are affiliate products not available in every state.
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We are live, as always, from the Farmers Insurance Studios. Call 1-888-FARMERS to switch. You could save a bundle on your auto insurance. So we'll have more on big news in the NBA, big news in the NFL. The Texans have a new head coach. You know, I keep hitting refresh on my computer for Trevor Bauer news. All of these things. But I'll tell you, Mike, I am really surprised the last couple of days at the number of people who are dismissing the Aaron Rodgers situation with the Packers. Well, he went on the Pat McAfee show and he said, well, I don't see any reason why I shouldn't be back next year. <laughs> you know, I mean, are, are you really paying attention to what's going on? I mean, seriously, are you paying attention to this? All right, because I understand that you think you're going to take Aaron Rodgers at face value when he goes on a radio show. And he said, well, I should be back. Why is he even talking about going uh, so, about how his future is undecided, right? If you want to play the whole, hey, well, Jared Goff has a contract. He's going back, right? Um, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers has a contract for next year. I mean, people are forgetting that part of it. A guy who is under contract is saying, I don't know if I'm going to be back next year. I'm sorry, but that's a really big deal, especially when you know, and you're seeing insiders start to say, hey, Rodgers is pushing. Jason Lock and Fora had a big deal on it today, and he said, listen, Aaron Rodgers is saying all the right things, and he's saying, come and get me. He's telling teams right now, come and get me, because this is what Aaron Rodgers needs to do. He can't just come out and say, I want out of Green Bay. I'm done, because he looks like a bad guy. After being there for so long, he doesn't want to be that guy. He still wants to go back to, to Packers functions, and, and still wants to go back and be that guy to wave to the crowd. Even Brett Favre wound up going back after a few years. He doesn't want to look like the bad guy. He is he is selling, hey, I've put up a flare. You need to make a phone call. When you make a phone call, now we can get into it. And if the 49ers make a call, other teams, let's start making something happen. Because you're not talking about this if, if it's a situation where uh, he's got a contract. But we are talking about it. So you know something is up there, right? So that's the first part of it with Aaron Rodgers. You know there's something there. You know he can throw their hammer down and say, trade me or I'm not playing. Now, the other part of it is this, right? You just heard the promo of of Mark Murphy, the Packers, doing an interview on the radio saying, Aaron Rodgers coming back next year. We're not stupid. Uh, Just for a second, Why would that be your response if things are all sunshine, lollipops, and rainbows with Aaron Rodgers? If Aaron Rodgers is talking about his future that he's up in the air for, uh, are you going on and doing an interview the next day without talking to Aaron Rodgers first, without saying, hey, dude, are you okay? What's wrong here, man? Seriously? This is like the Packers are saying one thing and Aaron Rodgers saying the other thing, and they're not talking to each other. And that tells you, there's a problem. It tells you there's a problem because there's no way the GM of a team should go on and talk about a guy. This guy's going to be here this guy, unless there is an issue between the two sides because if it really is something that, whoa, we want to keep Aaron, they're making a phone call to make him happy after losing the NFC championship game, after your head coach kicked the field goal and shouldn't have done it. Right? If it was all about Aaron Rodgers wanting a new contract, is this how you do it? I mean, really, is this how you do it if you're Aaron Rodgers? Well, I really want a new contract, so I'm going to go and light the team on fire and say, I don't know if I'll be back here next year. Uh, If you want a new contract, this is something that your agent approaches the Packers with, but I'm going to do it right after the NFC Championship game. I'm going to double down on saying, I don't know what my future is, even though I have a contract. Whatever you think of this, if you think he's going to get – this is a thing. You can't just dismiss it and say, oh, Aaron Rodgers. No, he is showing us – He's lighting the smoke. He's lighting the fire, saying, yeah, um, I can go. Call, call, Let's call. Let's let's see what we can figure out. Let's see what we can go, because I am not happy here. And you know the Packers aren't happy either, and they're smiling through it right now because it's so new right after the NFC title game.
4: Well, and I think that's the biggest thing. You know, to use the analogy of the uh, the entire relationship dating sphere of you kind of both are done with it, but neither one of you wants to be the bad guy and pull the plug. So you say all the right things, you know. Rogers didn't initially, and then on McAfee's show, and then going forward, you know, different statements that maybe are softer, but really didn't say, "Hey, I really want to be here." Right? That statement never came out of his mouth. And then you you look at Murphy and and the, and the guys there, and and they're they're going, uh, "Well, it won't be our fault." is really what that comes through right and like what Mark Murphy said that that's how I read that it's not hey why why wouldn't we want him back you know that that's that's easy enough to say but this is hey if it's going to be broken off it's not going to be my fault i not gonna be, you're not going <laughs> to besmirch my name you know as the guy that ran Aaron Rodgers out of town we're not that dumb i'm not that dumb to get
2: labeled as that guy are you they kidding? ran Brett, they ran Brett Favre out of town they've already done that once before yeah you
4: no, know, but but with him you you could at least, there were at least enough Packer fans. One, because Rodgers had been sitting for a couple of years and you'd heard all the great things and you'd gotten to see him at training camp through the fence, or maybe you got inside and you were one of the lucky few to get behind the velvet ropes and all of that because they didn't do a lot of public workouts. But you, you watched him and you said, All right, this is going to be the guy. By the way, Brett Favre is re- threatened to retire like seven years in a row. So we're done with it. Let's move on. So I, I think the Packer fans, as much as they loved him, they they were a little better with him leaving, especially once he went to the Jets.
2: I mean, come on. So well, also because well because they well they had the next guy waiting. No, but that's what I mean. Aaron is Rogers he been there for a you know? couple
4: of years yeah. and you'd seen enough? I think between preseason games and practices and word goes viral. Look at the way this guy can spin it which is now a big thing, all the quarterbacks being Oh, you got to spin it. About spinning, spin spinning rate. it. Spin you know, right now it's deal. Peyton Manning and uh, yes. Kurt Warner are going to start the anti-spin league mm-hmm. uh, against uh, the rest <laughs> of the world. But, but to that point, I, I think it's it's that dance, but neither neither of them wants to be the bad guy right now. And then it becomes, a, hey, can you overwhelm me? I mean, look, Matthew Stafford has reportedly drawn interest from over a third of the league already <laughs> in terms of <laughs> phone calls and conversations. What does Aaron Rodgers bring?
2: He's either going to be traded or he's not, right? That, there's two Cops outcomes. Cops got him or they don't. But <laughs> he's alive can't, or he's dead. <laughs> you can't or he's tell with the me. backers or he's not. <laughs> <laughs> you ever listen to K-Billy's Super Sound in the <laughs> 70s? But you can't tell me there's nothing going on. That's the take I, I don't get. That's the take I really don't get the last couple of days. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome. If you think that quarterback situation's crazy, hey, we have big developments on another one. That's coming up next right here, Fox.
1: From BBC Radio 4.
3: Visit LiveNation.com ConcertWeek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars. Oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.
0: With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap
1: music to your ears. The wait is almost over.